Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we conclude our study of the different Eucharistic prayers that can be used at Mass. This is Eucharistic prayer for Masses and various needs number four. This one is called Jesus Who Went About Doing Good. Like the other three Eucharistic prayers, it starts the same way. The priest says, You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love. And when is once for the disciples, so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. This whole paragraph is repeated in the other prayers. Again, this idea of walking on the journey of life, God's presence with us, and because of his love for the entire human race, he feeds us with his body and blood. He feeds us with sacred scripture. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So as we call upon the Holy Spirit, upon the gifts of bread and wine, we do so in anticipation of God's glory. On the day before he was to suffer, the priest continues, On the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. The priest then raises Jesus and we respectfully reverence him. The priest then continues in a similar way. When supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. We reverence Jesus and precious blood and then the priest says the mystery of faith and we give our proper response the priest then continues therefore holy father as we celebrate the memorial of christ your son and our savior whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection and whom you have seated at your right hand we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again And we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the Spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. So again, the similar words as in the other Eucharistic prayers from Masses and Various Needs. This idea of this anticipation and hope of the Jesus' second coming, that we are blessed now and in the journey ahead, and that we are, of course, fed by the body and blood of Jesus, which brings us communion with God and one another. The priest continues, Bring your church, O Lord, to perfect faith and charity together with Francis, our Pope, and the bishop, a local diocese is mentioned there, with all bishops, priests, and deacons, and the entire people you have made your own. 
So here in Eucharistic Prayer 4, notice that the words are used, to perfect faith and charity. It is only God who can bring us to such places. It is only God who is perfect. Jesus calls us, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. And so we are perfected in the participation at the Mass. We are perfected in the sanctifying grace that we receive in Holy Communion. We are perfected by our God in the Sacrament of Reconciliation, in which our sins are forgiven, which penance is offered, and true reconciliation is found. The priest then continues, Open our eyes to the needs of our brothers and sisters. Inspire in us words and actions to comfort those who are labor and are burdened. This makes this prayer my favorite of all the prayers. It is a reminder that I have a responsibility and a duty, which should become a desire, by the way, to comfort those who labor and are burdened. How many people do you know that are labor and burdened by things in their lives? How are we asking God to help them? And then what are we doing to help them too? This is so important for us. May it be an opportunity and an inspiration for us to do just that, to help those who are labor and are burdened. And that when we are labored and burdened by the crosses and struggles of life, that we may find comfort too by our God and one another. The priest goes on to say, Make us serve them truly after the example of Christ and at his command. So this idea of service is indeed what comes to us from Jesus. It's not Pope Francis or Father Rico who tell us to do it. It's not your mother who tells you to do it. It's Jesus who tells you to do it. And so when Jesus tells us to do anything, we should jump at the opportunity of ensuring that we meet his expectation of us for obvious reasons, since he is God and we are not. The Eucharistic prayer continues. And may your church stand as a living witness to truth and freedom, to peace and justice, that all people may be raised up to a new hope. How beautiful, again, the language that is used here. It speaks of the church being who she truly is, a living witness standing up for what is true in the world, what is supposed to be just in the world, to bring peace in the world, to bring freedom to the world, that all people may be raised up to this hope that is found to us in Christ Jesus our Lord, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Opening our eyes we ask God to open our eyes, to be more attentive, to be cognizant of things that we need to be aware of. The prayer continues. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Again, notice it's saying that the faith only God can know. So it's not up to us to judge. It's not up to us to make comments or condemning people because only God knows what their faith life is like. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, the prayer continues, 
and in the resurrection, give them the fullness of life. Again, this fullness of life that is only realized when we ourselves live according to God's expectation of us. The prayer continues, Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. So again, this earthly pilgrimage being done here on earth for those who have died, but we recognize the life that is to come, a life that has no end, being in the presence of God, the angels and saints, which are again united when we gather at the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Then the priest lifts Jesus in Holy Communion, and as all the other Eucharistic prayers have said, through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. And we all say amen or amen. So a beautiful opportunity for us, friends, to realize that each of these Eucharistic prayers are similar and yet different. Which of these prayers is your favorite? For me, I like the two number fours, Eucharistic Prayer 4 and Eucharistic Prayer for Masses and Various Needs number four. Not because four is my favorite number, I just like the language that is used in both of these prayers. Although I must say that in every Eucharistic prayer, the language that the church has been given for us is language that is beautiful because it is based on sacred scripture. It contains what we believe to be true and also professes our faith that what is happening in that very mass as the Holy Spirit comes down upon the gifts of bread and wine, transforming into the body and blood of Jesus is something that we declare to be true as we are Eucharistic people, trusting in the presence of our God who is always with us and holds us in the palm of his hand. What's your favorite Eucharistic prayer, friends? May each of us, as we answer that question, long to be more attentive at Mass, join in the prayer components, and realize how blessed we are to be in the presence of God. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.